Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? We have such an incredible week for you this week, y'all. So incredible. We are going to start talking about my new book, I Am Rahab, Um not to be confused with rehab, because every time you type Rahab in your text messages or on a computer, it changes it to rehab. No, no, no. Ray with a A. Ray. Rahab. Um, so I inductively studied her life and um, really was consumed with her story and what God did in her story um, for several years. Uh, I found myself in Rahab. I found um, just such hope in her story and in the pages of Joshua uh, where God talks about his hero. Um, we have the hero, which is God, and then um, God appoints little heroes, and she is a little little human hero uh, to the Israelite people. So um, we have on our show today such an incredible gal. She has been on my team for quite a while now. She is a member of the Autumn Miles Ministries staff, and we love her so much. But um, in order to kick this thing off, I thought that it would be an amazing perspective for you to hear from members of my team. You'll hear from a lot of them in the weeks to come. But uh, we we really want to drive this point home that Ray the story of Rahab is not just for women. It is for everyone. It's not just for people that have um, been prostitutes or promiscuous. It's for everyone. Um, and I really make those points in the first couple chapters of the book. So um, I'm going to have a conversation with my girl, Madison. Madison just got married. So it's Mrs. Madison. How do you say your last name? I don't even know if I've said it le- yet. Madison, what is it? <laughs> Leister? Leisner. 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 Yeah, Leis- Mrs. Leisner. She just got married. So congratulations, Madison, <laughs> honey. Um, Thank you. Okay, so... From a team perspective, you've known about this for a really, really long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I want to talk to you a little bit about that in a minute. But, you know, I, I think us all on the team have adopted Rahab as as like our um, our mom. Like we love her. Um, <laughs> what why do you think Rahab's story is so important and so relatable to um, just to everybody? I think it's so different. It's different than hearing about, like, Mary, the mother of Jesus, or hearing about Esther. Like, you hear certain, like, women in the Bible, their names often, and Rahab's not one that you hear of, but when you look at her, she was such an outcast. Mm. But it's so funny because so so many times we feel like outcasts, but we don't always correlate that and a way that we could relate to her. Mm. Um, she's incredibly, incredibly relatable. We all have flaws, and hers just show more than some of the other women in the Bible that we read about. Mm. Isn't that encouraging, <laughs> Madison? <laughs> we all have flaws, um, even the one, even those that it's, it's hard to, some of us, it's harder to reveal flaws than others, but we, we all have flaws. 
Um, I think that's one of the things that I very personally um, identified with Rahab about is the fact that she was a prostitute. And prostitute to me, to me, translated um, woman with crazy, horrible past. And um, I sort of translated that and really, really fed off of the hope that her story brought. But do you have your own Rahab story, Madison, that you'd like to share just just a little bit about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Growing up, I grew up in a divorced home, and um, my father was not much of a father to me at all. He um, just emotionally and sexually abused me growing up. And um, through that, I, I never expected the Lord to start to use those little bits and pieces of my life that seemed so broken, so worthless, that meant absolutely, that couldn't amount to anything good for good. Um, but in March of 2015, the Lord gave me a very specific calling and told me, I need you to go and tell young women that I'm their father. Mm. Honestly, I laughed in his face when he said that, because I'm like, that's a good joke. Like, I don't understand what a father is, yet you want me to go tell people that you're my father. Um, I spent many years wrestling with over the fact of God even being my father, but through that, the Lord has given me incredible opportunities after he's redeemed that part of my life to go and speak to teen girls and tell them that they do have a father, they have a place where they belong, um, to just share this with a multitude of people and how he is their true father, Mm -hmm. Um, that even though we do have these parts in our past that make us broken and make us feel like we're worthless. The Lord had so much more and so much better uh, planned for us. And once you give him that control over it, he can do incredible things. And I've seen him do that in my life. Um, And then even in yours, Autumn, just through reading I Am Rahab, you see that so clearly. It's incredible. So um, you bring up something, Madison, that... We're seeing more and more women speak out about. We're seeing more and more women come forward with the Me Too, Church Too, Silence is Not Spiritual, all of that. Um, you know, the the abuse factor. And I know I have my story, but these people know my story. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think the fact that you just, just talked about even your father and the sexual abuse that you sort of went through, um, you know, that's something that, first of all, thank you for sharing and, and what a precious jewel that that is that you would share with us today. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, I also know that there are a lot of people that have never said anything that that's happened to them. And, um, some of the emotions that come with it will translate to it's my fault. Um, you, you feel, you feel guilty in some ways. Um, you feel violated clearly. Uh, would you, would you just talk to me just about a couple of maybe the lies that you have believed as a result of, of some of that, that it ha- has happened to you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I believe that I was not ever going to be good enough. Um, that I was, uh, too fat. That was, that was a really funny one. Um, because if you see me, I'm just tall and lanky, but I believed it for a very long time. Mm. Um, I believed that I would amount to nothing 
um, that the only way to receive love was to give it in ways that are not appropriate at all. Mm. Um, I was very confused about just who I truly was and if the Lord even created me to be anything. Mm. Wow. Um, It's so interesting to me that I know that, you know, um, Madison, you're talking to me, but many other women I believe that are listening to the show are saying, yeah, me too. That's me. I felt that my whole life, you know, especially the one where in order to receive love, you have to give it in an inappropriate way. I think that's a lie that a lot of, um, women that have come from that sort of a background, um, actually act out on because it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a thought, but then it becomes an action. And of course we don't know that about Rahab. It doesn't tell us about her relationship with her father or anything like that, but it's very, very clear that her occupation was one that it would seem there was some sort of, um, lack of value put on her life mm-hmm. and put on her, uh, sexuality as well. Um, what could you tell someone that is just very secret and they haven't told anyone, um, maybe they're scared to, they're dealing with these lies. You know, they might, this might have happened to them 20, 30, 40 years ago. I mean, I know some, some older people have never told what's happened to them as they were younger. It's such a private thing and, and a thing that you, you think that people doesn't, don't have grace for. How, how can you encourage someone that has been through um, sexual abuse? And, I, and I'm talking very specifically about a family member. What would you say to, mm-hmm. to that person today to encourage them? It's, I didn't realize how important it was for me to speak up about it until I did. Mm-hmm. And to do it in appropriate ways. Um, I didn't tell anyone until I was in college. And that was, I didn't realize all the emotional and just, the harm that it was doing to myself internally. Um, but as soon as I told someone, I took a very, very safe route. Don't, I wouldn't share it with a ton of people because it is private and it's hard. It's hard to share it. Mm. It gets easier the more and more you do it, but um, just be careful with it. And honestly, Find someone that you can tell who is going to point you back to the Lord and show you the truth in Scripture for who the Lord actually says that you are. Yeah. Um, that was one of the best things I did. One of my best friends sat down with me, and she's like, Madison, all these things that you, you're saying that you are from this, not who you are. Mm. She sat down and showed me truth in Scripture, and that's what I had to hold on to during those times mm. because it is hard. Yeah. It's hard to talk about it. It's hard to dwell on it. And to sit there and parallel the lies and the truth helped so much. Because mm. God, God's Word tells us who we are. Yeah, He tells yeah. us who we are. And those lies are literal lies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good to be able to contrast those. So it's interesting to me, um, Madison, thank you for sharing that. I know that's, that's you know, that's deep. That's real life, guys, listeners. That's real life. Um uh, to you listeners out there, we, we hear of stories like Madison um, on a daily basis um, with our ministry. This is, this is something that is very prevalent, and I think the church is doing a better job at, at talking about some of this stuff, but we need, we, we've we got a long ways to go because there are Madison sitting in the pews of churches that are supposed to be hospitals and no one's confronting 
some of these um, some of these things that need to be confronted. Um, so, Madison, thank you so much for sharing that. So you had your Rahab moment. It sounds like about that time when God mm-hmm. said, "Listen, I want you to talk to people." I, 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 you know, Rahab said, "I want." God told Rahab to believe him and hide the spies and and to help mm-hmm. Israel. But God told you very specifically, um, I want you to minister to girls about their father. And you you just made a comment to me that you, you talked to the Lord and said, but that's hilarious. Like, I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of weird. That's kind I, of crazy. I laughed out loud. And then, and but you, but you decided to do it anyway. And and talk to me about just um, what stepping out in faith and doing that has has done for you. Oh my goodness! I don't even know where to start. Um, it it's so freeing. Mm. I never expected it to be freeing. I thought it was just going to be painful and would continually upset me. But it is so freeing because. When you are released from the bondage of something and you can go and share that with others so that they can possibly have freedom from it as well is incredible. When you see walls break down in someone's life who is dealing with something very similar, if not the same thing as you, and watching them just flourish in ways you never expected because the Lord released them from that bondage, it is a feeling unlike anything else. Um, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. I love that. Um, one of the things that your story kind of reminds me about is, um, there's a chapter in the book called I am autumn. And, um, I, I talk about in that chapter, it's the second, it's the second chapter in the book where I just kind of go through the different titles in my life that have held me captive. Um, In my life, one of them was Autumn the Divorcee. And I know that anyone that's come through a past, um, sometimes we're labeled, maybe not externally, maybe it's not a public title, but sometimes we give ourselves internal titles. And you were talking a little earlier how you um, entitled yourself fat. And um, Mm -hmm. you entitled yourself, um, you're never going to be good enough. You entitled yourself, I'm going to amount to nothing. And one of the things that I talk about very clearly is sort of stopping giving these, uh, those, those titles power in your life, um, in anybody's life. And me specifically, I had sort of a moment with my own dad. And we have, we have different perspectives on fathers, but, um, my dad specifically, I kept saying, you know, I'm autumn, the uh, autumn, autumn, the divorcee and I, and I've been divorced and I felt like I had to tell everyone, listen, I don't know if you want to talk to me, religious people. I've been divorced. I know how you guys feel about that. You know, um, I love Jesus, but I've been divorced. And I sort of would almost enter the room with this title of autumn, the divorcee and knowing how it was looked down on in the Christian community how, um, you know, divorce wasn't accepted and it's even more accepted now than it was before than it was 20 years ago. Um, but I remember always sort of leading with that title and my dad looked at me and he said something so profound to me. He said, which I write about in the book, Autumn, um, divorce is not who you are. It's something that God's brought you through. 
It was one of the most profound um, just things that I always joke with my dad. You have five words of wisdom and he truly does. He like drops these truth bombs in like four words <laughs> and it's amazing. But um, Madison, I think that that's also really relevant in your story. You know, that's that, uh, that sexual <laughs> abuse and and fatherless is not who you are. It's something God's brought you through and you're giving him glory for that. Um, even now, such a powerful depiction about how these titles that Satan wants to give us and wants us to cling on to keep us from, um, child of God, keep us from Mm -hmm. the purity of, I am simply a child of God. And you've clearly, um, had freedom from that. I want to switch directions here for just a minute. So you also, you're on our team. You head up our ambassador, program what can you can you tell the listeners a little, I know all about it but can you tell the listeners a little bit about our ambassador program for the book yeah sure so the ambassador program is an exclusive group on Facebook um, where we have exclusive content that we re- have been releasing from I am Rahab um, giveaways uh, tons of different opportunities for Um, just your followers to get a really good idea of what I Am Rahab is and to help us promote it Um, because this book is seriously incredible and we need to get it in the hands of as many people as possible um, so they can see just the redemption that they can have even with their broken stories. So what would you say the the purpose is of of our, 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 I can't talk, our ambassador program and how can they specifically get to it? Yeah. Um, so I believe the purpose of the ambassador program, um, is to promote the book and we give them the tools to do that as well as, um, receiving exclusive content that only they will see, um, before it releases. And so if anyone wants to become an ambassador, if you go on Automile's Facebook page under groups, You'll see it says Ambassadors for I Am Rahab. Um, You just click to join that group, and all we ask that you do is that you purchase the book, you um, read the book, and you write a review on it, and then you'll be sharing some of the promotional material on your social media. Um, But it is so much fun, and you're totally going to want to join. It's been a blast in that group and so encouraging as well. It truly is, um, but it's very important that when you, when 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 everyone posts uh, and promotes on their social media, they don't put rehab; they put rehab, right, Madison? Yes, we've seen that a lot. Uh, it it truly is fun. We have we have hundreds of people in that group, and it it's been amazing just to see. We've given away how many how many copies have we given away in that group, Madison? Oh, my goodness. I feel like maybe close to 10 or a little more. Yeah, so we've actually... So, more. so we get these things called ARCs. They're advanced reader copies of the book. And now now they're not edited and or anything like that. But, I mean, I think in my ARC of I Am Rahab, there was like two pages that were missing. And everyone's like, what what, what happens? What's, what happens at the end of this chapter? <laughs> but, um, but we are giving those away just as like, listen, thank you so much for helping us out. I would personally love if you guys, um, just if this ministry has touched, t- touched you, if God has ministered to you in some way, my radio listeners, my podcast listeners, 
go over to the ambassador page. You can find one of the events. Just click to enter and Madison will actually is actually the one that will add you into that page and sort of join our group. I love a grassroots movement. Um, don't you, Madison? Um, I love when like the people grab hold of something and they share it and yeah. they become advocates and ambassadors for something. And um, that's what we're hoping happens with this book. And Madison, let me just say thank you so much for um, doing everything that you do for us. You are so valued. You are so loved. Um, I just can't say enough good things about you. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit more here. Um, <clears throat> tell me what it's like to be on the Autumn Miles team. Um, it's incredible. It's so much fun. <laughs> It's wonderful. It's everything I ever desired. Let me just say, let me say this. I think it's, you know, people hear from me all the time, but it's so fun to have y'all on the show to get your perspective. What coming on the team, what is one thing that, that, um, that has just encouraged you the most about being on our team and what we do? I think seeing the intentionality of each team member, um, Mm -hmm. especially when we take time to just pray for the ministry and pray for one another, um, there's just something about that that is so welcoming, and you you just feel the Lord's presence amongst it, and it's it's so 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 encouraging. I love I love that part so much. So one of the things that we do for your list for you listeners out there, uh, what Madison is talking about is every other week we don't do a staff meeting. The entire meeting is devoted to prayer. We have, of course, we pray all the time, but. I think, I think, you know, we, uh, sometimes we think, um, prayer, well, that's not productive and that's not the way we think at our ministry Mm -hmm. every other Tuesday night. I believe it's the most productive thing that you can do for Mm -hmm. anything, business, ministry, parenting, marriage. It's the most productive thing that you can do. And so we do do that every other Tuesday night. Um, Madison, has it shocked you? Some of the things I know that you answer some of our messages, um, on, on our social media, has it shocked you? Some of the things that's come in? Um, probably yes, a little bit, but at the same time, I almost expect it. Mm. Um, the Lord definitely raises up leaders and I truly believe he's raised a few autumn to be, um, a voice for a lot of the people who are voiceless or um, don't feel like they can have a voice. And you're welcoming for them to come and ask questions. Mm. And I love that there's an open space where they can ask questions and seek guidance. And we have an opportunity to point them back to the Lord. And so even though some of the things will shock um, shock us, it's it's comforting to know that they they felt that they could come to us and that we could help them in whatever way that may look. It's pretty interesting to me. I remember the first message that we got, um, and this has been years ago, but um, about someone that had planned to have an abortion. And it was like, I've got an abortion on the calendar. I know this isn't right. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And I was the one that received that message. And it. I think that was when the jarring um, from the Holy Spirit came and, and just said, listen, this is an area that needs to be harvested. Social media is an area where people are des- Some people follow us that would never walk into a church, 
but yet they'll follow along on a social media page. And so we get all of these uh, messages all the time and we take the time. We have a team of people that sit down and take the time to messages. So if that's you and you are listening and you're saying, man, I just need someone to pray with me. I just need, I mean, we're not licensed counselors, but we will absolutely refer you to someone that, um, that, that we are connected with, uh, for a licensed counselor. But if you just need someone to pray with you and just, Hey, what, what does God's word say about that? We're really good about that. Um, getting back to you, we answer every message that comes in every single one. If we miss it, it's, it's simply because we were overwhelmed that day. And and sometimes you miss it. We're not perfect. But what Madison is talking about is so is so powerful. And I think that's one of the reasons why God is blessing it, because we, we 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 care about that one person. We care about that one person whose message comes in that just desperately needs prayer that day. Um, so, Madison, that's amazing. Um, well, we are about out of time for the for uh, the day. As Madison said, you can head over to my Facebook fan page. There is an um what is it? A private group, Madison? Is that what it is? Yes. A private group set up. Um, you can ask to join and we'll enter you into the ambassador program. And I would personally really appreciate your support in getting the word out about this book. Again, you can pre-order anywhere books are sold and um, you will, I think you'll get your book a little bit early. Cause I think, I think that's what I, I heard. I think somebody told me that somewhere along the way. So um, Madison, again, thank you so much for being on the show, honey. We love you so much. Thank you, Autumn. Uh, Awesome. And I want to thank each and every one of you guys for listening. You can find me right back here tomorrow on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.